from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, the friendship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Welcome to the celebration of the daily televised Mass. My name is Father Michael Coots. The televising of this Mass is made possible by a contribution from an anonymous donor from Scarborough, Ontario. This Mass is offered in honor of Deodet and Colin Fernandez. Our thanks to our donor for making it possible for tens of thousands of the faithful across Canada and across the world to begin a new week of this sacred celebration. And now to prepare ourselves to celebrate this Eucharist, let us call on the God of mercy and compassion to forgive us our sins and help us to be faithful to the gospel. <clears throat> you were sent to heal the contrite of heart, and we are contrite. Lord, have mercy. <clears throat> you came to call sinners, and we are sinners. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Grant us, O Lord, that the course of our world may be directed by your peaceful rule, and that your church may rejoice untroubled in her devotion. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the first letter of Paul to the Corinthians. When I came to you, brothers and sisters, I did not come proclaiming the mystery of God to you in lofty words or wisdom, for I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I came to you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. My speech and my proclamation were not a plausible word of wisdom, but with a demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith might rest not on human wisdom, but on the power of God. The Word of the Lord.
do not turn away from your ordinances, for you have taught me. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When Jesus came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as was his custom. He stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captive and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim a year of the Lord's favor. And Jesus rolled up the scroll, gave it up back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him. Then he began to say to them, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. <clears throat> All spoke well of him and were amazed at him, at the gracious words that came from his mouth. They said, Is not this Joseph's son? And Jesus said to them, Doubtless you will quote me the proverb, Doctor, cure yourself. And you will say, Do here also in your hometown the things you have heard it, that you did at Capernaum. And he said to them, Truly I tell you, no prophet is accepted in the prophet's hometown. But the truth is, there, are many, there were many widows in Israel in the time of Elijah when the heaven was shut up for three years and six months, and there was a severe famine over all the land. Yet Elijah was sent to none of them, except to a widow at Zarephath in Sidon. There were also many lepers in Israel in the time of the prophet Elisha, and none of them were cleansed except Naaman the Syrian. When they heard this, all in the synagogue were filled with rage. They got up, drove Jesus out of the town, and led him to the brow of the hill on which their town was built, so that they, may, they might hurl him off the cliff. But Jesus passed through the midst of them and went on his way.
the Gospel of the Lord. The hometown hero had returned. All were amazed, and they wondered at the words that fell from his mouth. And then six verses later, they are filled with rage. They pick him up, and they want to throw him out over a cliff in Nazareth. And your question is, what gives? What happened? Five years ago, René Girard died at the age of 92. He was a French historian and a philosopher of social sciences, and he explains what happened to Jesus of Nazareth in the terms of the mimetic theory, which follows into a theory that you and I know very well, the scapegoat theory. When we are young, when we are little children, we copy and we imitate what we see in our elders, in our parents. We see their values, we see their work ethics, we see their prejudices and preconceived ideas, and we copy them because it gives us a sort of identity. And then as we grow up, three emotions come to take place. The emotion of competition, of rivalry, and of conflict of competition, when we see that our parents, our father has got things that we want to have. He's got a wife, my mother. I want somebody just like that. He's got a car, he's got clothes. I want something like that. And that follows up with rivalry. And the rivalry is, if he's got it, why can't I have it? And besides, I'm younger than he is, I've got more energy than he is, and I deserve it more than he does. And that follows up with conflict. Well, if he's not going to give it to me, then we'll get rid of him. But because he's older, he should move away. And we see that happening in the scriptures so often. We see that happening in your life and mine. In the case of the prodigal son, the prodigal son says to the father, give me part of my inheritance. He had not earned anything, and yet he felt he was entitled to it. And then he says, give me my inheritance now. You usually get your inheritance when the parent or the guardian dies. But for the prodigal son, it was as good as his father died because he was an old man after all. So move away and give me my inheritance. Now, this is the beautiful theory, the mimetic theory, the scapegoat theory, and it could be used to discuss a whole lot of things in Jesus' life. Here the hometown hero comes in. He has such a lot of glory and honor, and since he is from Nazareth, then we people from Nazareth want a part of that glory and honor. Well, if he's not going to give, give it to us, then we will get rid of him, and they finally do by nailing him to a cross. Now, this would be, as I said, a very good theory to discuss, but how does it help you and me in our everyday spiritual life? Let us take it from our own experience. One of the reasons why the people of Nazareth did not have time for Jesus was a sense of familiarity. We know who this man is. He's the son of the carpenter called Joseph. We know his brothers and sisters. We know James and Joseph and Simon and Jude. We know he was a carpenter's son. 
So what is he going to tell us? I remember once going to a parish, and as soon as I finished Mass, there was a lady who came and held onto my hand. Father, we like you very much. I've seen you on television, and went on and on and on. Finally, when I got my hand released from my hand, I left, and I was feeling pretty chuffed, as our Scottish friends would say. And when I went home, I again contacted Brother Gene uh, Hughes, and he says, I saw you on TV this morning. Feeling still chuffed up, I said, and how did you like it? And he says, oh, when I saw you, I turned the channel. I've seen you every day. You're not going to tell me anything new. We have that sense of familiarity. The person that we know so well, he's not going to tell us anything. And from there, we go to another experience that we have in our everyday life, and that is called a preconceived notion. Here was Jesus, a traveling rabbi. He did not have the credentials like Gamaliel from Jerusalem. He came from the hometown of Nazareth. It was not like Yale and Howard and uh, the equivalent in those days of Jerusalem. He was a traveling rabbi. He spent time with uh, the sinners and tax collectors. And as Philip would say, Nathaniel would say, what good could come out of Nazareth? They did not have problems with the message. They had problems with the messenger because the messenger challenged them. The messenger asked them to leave their comfort zone. The messenger told them to do something that was totally not something they hadn't heard. He was claiming to be the spirit of the Lord coming down on him, a prophet out of this world. He anointed the sick, he anointed the blind and made them see, he set the captives free. Where does he get all these things? This thing cannot happen. Jesus was saying, I'm telling you the truth. And as Jack Nicholson would say in that movie, A Few Good Men, you can't handle the truth. You do not know what the truth is all about. Their preconceived ideas would not open them to the idea that this could truly be a prophet. And this led to a third thing that you and I feel very often, and that is a sense of skepticism. A sense of skepticism in the sense of, how can this be? This cannot be true in our everyday life. Jesus spoke to them, Jesus opened the scriptures to them, but their minds were closed, their hearts were closed, their hands were closed, and they could not receive what Jesus was giving. Uh-uh, this is too good to be true. And we hear that when it is too good to be true, it isn't true. And so that challenges you and me today as we listen to the scriptures. Are we too familiar with it? Have we got preconceived ideas? Are we skeptical? Because the Word of God calls us to get out of our comfort zone and to go out and proclaim the good news. God bless you all. Would you join me now as we pray together? We pray for our Holy Father, Pope Francis, for uh, Cardinal Collins, and for our leaders within our church here in the Archdiocese of Toronto and across Canada that they may continue to be shepherds leading us on. We pray to the Lord. Lord we pray for an increase of vocations to priestly and religious life, to a blessing on couples that are married, 
For widows and widows and for single people within our faith community, we pray to the Lord. We pray for all those who have suffered disasters in the last few days, the last few weeks in Beirut, in the hurricanes that are hitting America, and in other places in the world that they are suffering together with the COVID virus. We pray to the Lord. And we pray for our community, our daily televised mass community, who have asked us to pray for them, especially for families as they enjoy blessings and as they carry the cross of Jesus Christ. We pray to the Lord. Lord Finally, we pray for the sponsors of this Mass in honor of Diodat and Colin Fernandez. We pray to the Lord. Lord Loving and gracious God, we thank you for the gifts that you have given us and continue to give us day by day through Christ our Lord. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation. For through your goodness, we have this bread we offer you. Fruit of the earth and work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. Through the mystery of this wine and water, may we share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. <coughs> Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this wine we offer you. Through the vine and work of human hands, it will become for us our spiritual drink. Lord God, be pleased to accept these gifts that we offer to you with humble and with contrite hearts. Pray, my sisters, my brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. O God, who provide the gifts to be offered to your name and count our oblations as signs of our desire to serve you with devotion, we ask your mercy that what you grant as a source of merit may also help us to attain merit's reward through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Father most holy, through your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, your word through whom you made all things, whom you sent as our Savior and Redeemer, incarnate by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, fulfilling your will and gaining for you a holy people, he stretched out his hands as he endured his passion, so as to break the bonds of death and manifest the resurrection. And so, with all the angels and saints, we declare your glory as with one voice, we acclaim.
You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice. Once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink, Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope, Thomas our Bishop, the bishops across Canada, and this entire people of God. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, with St. Jean de Brebeuf, St. Isaac Jogues, and our Canadian martyrs, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. <coughs> through him, with him, and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. 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 At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we now dare to say, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
Deliver us, Lord, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant a peace and unity in accordance with your will, who, will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. Wherever we are, let us share a sign of that peace with those around us. God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body and blood of Christ bring us and all our dear ones unto life everlasting. Let us pray. Nourished by your saving gifts, we beseech your sac mercy, O Lord, that by the same sacrament which you feed us in the present age, you may make us partakers of life eternal through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Amen. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass has been celebrated. Go in peace. Our thanks to our donor for the gift of this Mass. In Christ there if you'd like to sponsor a Mass or share in sponsoring a Mass, please call our office at 1-888-383-6277 for details.